on, refs. There was some funny business in that last play. Wouldn't have guessed you knew the rules of pro bending. <clears throat> I've been brushing up. That Wolfbat blatantly bent a disc outside of his zone. Hello, and welcome to Avatar Weekly, a Stark Friends podcast. A show that was it like it barking? I think yes. so. A show that pokes and prods all things Avatar one episode at a time. Today's episode is And the Winner Is, which is a really weird episode title to throw in. That's into a that. great name. Yeah. Uh, my name is Buddy Stark, and I'm. Oh, man, I had one. I'm best known for. Oh, I totally had one. Forgetting things all the time. Yes, that is it. That's what it was. Forgetting things all the time. I'm Hannah, and I'm best known for having a birthday this Ooh. month. <laughs> but last month, because you're hearing this much later than we're recording. Oh, nuts. <laughs> Happy birthday to Hannah. Thank you. A month ago. <laughs> well, and I'm Noah, and I'm best known for um, the million things I haven't done, uh, but just you wait. Just you wait. <laughs> it's good. Thank I you. like that. I'm best known for the things I haven't done yet. That's, that's right. Good. It's it's a it's a double thing because oh. one that's funny. Two that's also um, <laughs> that's from Hamilton. Oh, so, which so I haven't seen yet. This will have been out for a bit though. By the time this yeah. this yeah. comes out, Hamilton will have been on for like a month. I thought you just news. made that up. You did not write Hamilton. <laughs> uh, actually, Hannah, I don't know if you know this. My pseudonym is Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he wrote it. Uh, yeah, under his pen name. Yeah, I was also in Brooklyn Nine Nine, and, and uh, Mary Poppins, and Mary, Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins. Yeah, I haven't seen really that really well yet. in Mary Poppins. No, that was such a good movie. Yeah, you were you were on fire. You were on point there, man. I wish I did a I did a bad job in Mary Poppins. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Good night, how about, everybody. How about we recap this episode? Uh, Ooh, which I'm going to do very poorly. So. With. Wham bam, a thank you, ma'am. Does anyone wish to go first? I will go first. All right, Noah's going first. Hannah says she's going... I don't care. Second, Buddy's going third. Yeah, right. Chumps. Okay. Buddy, oh you're going to go after Hannah, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Noah, did you know that Tano is played by Rami Malek? I didn't really? know that. Really? I'm looking at the wiki. Who's that? Um, He played Freddie Mercury in the Queen movie. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's also at Night at the Museum. Yeah, two. Oh, all right. Nope, and two. one. And birthday really? Movie. Yeah, he's, he's it's it's his thing that makes people come to life. Oh, he's right. the mummy. Right, 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 right. Okay. Anyways, I will start. All right. I knew I recognized like his Ford. voice, and I couldn't figure out why. And I didn't look at the IMDb. I never watched Twilight Four because, you know. I actually like Twilight Four. I'm like one of the only five people in the world. Mm. Oh wait, it's Twilight Five because they split it up into two movies. Twilight Force. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. Just you wait. Everyone ready? Yes. Guess so, buddy. When are you going? Did I'm gonna wait for. Note? I'm gonna wait for Buddy to, to establish when he's going. I'm going. I'm going third. Okay. I'm gonna <laughs> wait for the next one. Okay. And. All right, so we open in on the fire ferrets, and they're training for pro-bending when Amon's voice comes on the radio, and he's like, cancel it, or I'm going to do bad things. And then the um, Korra goes to the council where they're deciding on it, and they've already decided to appease Amon. They're going to close it down, uh, and Korra tries to talk him out of it, and they're like, no, nope, not going to happen. We're closing it down. And then... Uh, <laughs> Captain Lin Bay Fong says that she will stake her reputation on it and will protect them, and so they decide to do it. Um, and so um, the council agrees with 
Lynn, everyone except Tenzin. And so... Um, they do it. They have the the bout. And a lot of the episodes actually like the, the battle between them and the... What are they, what are they called? The wolf bats? The, the wolf bats. Yeah. Uh, and the whole time that they're playing, the wolf bats are cheating real bad, but the refs are not calling any of the bad shots. Also, Lynn and Tenzin yes. were in love Rock a long time ago. Cow. So I think that's important. So the wolf bats win by <laughs> cheating, and then all the non-bender folks bust out, and Amon comes onto the stage. Uh, and they knock out Lin, Beifong, and Tenzin, um, so they can't do anything. And then they take the bending from the wolf bats. Oh, yeah. They did. And then, um, <laughs> I kind of don't remember what happens next. Yeah, that's kind of it. Like, they try to get onto the airship with the non-benders, but yeah, they just don't make it. And so it's that's just like a end. failure. And the important thing to take is that Lin, um saves Korra instead of going after them and they uh, kind of like fight together which is yeah. cool and they yeah, have a bonding moment. moment yeah yeah so so man came in just to give a demonstration of yeah him just taking like, bending away yeah, yeah like a big public yeah uh, setting so let me ask you guys a question what would you rate this episode out of five cabbages? <laughs> How did you come up with that question? That is a great question, Noah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it's like off the top of my... Because I thought, you know, we need to rate these episodes. But then I thought, oh, what would In be a, a good Avatar way. thing yeah. Yeah, that yeah. like doesn't apply to other stuff? Uh, and I thought, oh, cabbages. That was really go. good. Okay. I feel like I go first a lot. Um, I'm, I'm, go ahead, buddy. I usually go first. I'm going to oh. give this one uh, 4.25. <laughs> Wow. Wow. See, yeah. I thought you guys were going to make fun of me for my score. I'm going to give it a four. And I'm right. a three and a half. Ooh. Whoa. Well, That's like the opposite thinking, of what normal happens. <laughs> I just, yeah. you know, I like character development more than I like um, in these shows because I love crappy action movies. <laughs> but in these, I just, I don't like battles as much. And um, I don't like pro bending as much as you guys do probably. Especially cheating pro bending. Um, oh, yeah, so I actually worst. was I was gonna say I normally like the pro bending, but I think because this one like wasn't a fair competition, I was yeah. just like, this is dumb. it's like it's not fun to watch. This is not enjoyable. I guess I'll say a three point seven five. It was okay. good. Okay. It was you don't good, have but I didn't your... love it. Yeah. Okay. So, like to be clear, like I'm not like a pro bending fan. That's like, man, I loved watching that match. No, cheating matches like, are the best. I know. But, like as a narrative, sure. I found it very compelling. Well, that's great. I'm telling you why I didn't like it yeah, that's cool. as much. That's cool. Hey, Defo. Oh, that's so rude. Hey, Defo. What? No, it's not. She can't hear me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh, I thought you were talking I love about that me. joke. Um, <laughs> oh, she's so sweet. Yeah. What uh, general thoughts do we have? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, mm-hmm, let me. Let me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I have a. I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, what general thoughts do you have? Right now, you're just <laughs> taking jokes from Noah. That was my bit. That was I gross. Know, I know. That was really gross. <laughs> This is the second consecutive episode in which sudden death pro bending has taken place. Uh, interesting. Yeah, and this one was the. I loved that. It it was almost my high. I liked it so much that Cora won it in one punch. Yeah, the yeah. sly little foot move. Yeah, wow. that was dope. One punch. Anyways, um, speaking of good anime, uh, you guys should watch One Punch. Um, oh, oh I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I it's assume actually, it was a line from so one of the shows you watch. I just assume it is always just saying words. It's called One Punch Man. Uh, it is a, um, it's not quite, so it's it's like kind of a parody, but it's not, not like as a good as Two parody. Punch Man. Well, so the so the joke I, is I, that I, heroes he in all anime, two punch man. <laughs> he is better than Two Punch Man. The joke is that in all anime or anime, depending on how you like to say it, um, is <laughs> depending the, on if you're a professional or not. That the superheroes, especially like Goku and Naruto, are so yeah. ridiculously overpowered 
compared yeah. to their villains. Super um, Saiyan. Super, and so like they build up these bad guys. It's like they're gonna be so bad. Oh, it's gonna be so bad, and then they beat them super easily. Um, That's like a lot of things, right? But it's so this is an anime where the guy literally beats everything in one punch. <laughs> How could that even be fun That's if you funny. already know he's gonna beat everything in one? If because it's it's funny because he's a ridiculous dude, and he's like it, it's goofy. It's really funny. You guys should check it out. It's on Netflix. Speaking um, of enemies that get beaten really easily, yeah, right. Uh, like two episodes ago, I made the complaint that uh, both Korra and um, yeah, no kidding, Mako, Mako. struggled to yeah. take down single uh, like uh, chi blockers, and then Korra and in this episode, yeah, Korra wrecked like three of them in one run. Well, she wrecks, she, she wrecks the second in command, dude. Maybe she like knows now. Yeah, I mean, at least they gave the second in command dude a fight, but like she ran through three of them in like yeah. one fluid That's motion. Fair. Yeah, but like. I, I watched that and I thought, oh, buddy's gonna hate this. <laughs> yep. I was like, I was like, I called it not two episodes ago. Yeah. Would you, um, Hannah touched on it. What'd you guys think about? I guess Hannah, because I'm guessing, buddy, you remembered that. Hannah, what did you think about finding out that Lynn used to be Tenzin's girlfriend? That, that was his, very shocking. That to his me wife they don't stole have from similar personalities at all. <laughs> that his wife stole from. Him, yeah. Her. Yeah. Um, because I obviously remember the story that his wife told because I thought it was really weird. I was just like, that's not good advice. <laughs> and now that we see the bitter horribleness that Lynn has turned into, I agree. It's bad advice. So that's what I thought about that. I mean, you shouldn't be with someone you don't love, so I understand that. But Well, they told that story, and I they thought... They just don't seem like they'd be alike at all. It's like tough dating Aang. Well, and so well, the... they... Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, the first time I watched that episode, I remember thinking, why is she telling this story? This yeah. is weird, and this is yeah. not, like, the sort of thing you should, like, this isn't, that really doesn't support what you're saying. The wife? Um, yeah. Yeah. Knowing where the plot goes. Um, so weird. But it, and now it kind of makes sense why they put it in there, because it's, like, a plot point. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I, just, I don't, I don't care for it. Lin Beifong seems so awesome, and she didn't need Tenzin, and when are we going to get a good lesbian character up in here? Well, I've got good news for you. Oh, good. You've been watching one. You've been watching one the whole time. <gasps> what? <laughs> Mako is a transgender lesbian? You know it. You know what? That would be better. That would be awesome. I'd actually love that comparatively. Why? Well, we'll have to talk about it later we when we get there. It's, it's so much more complicated than... Because, um, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it until yeah, it, don't. it's fully in the open. You've already spoiled you it for me because there's only two female characters. So, unless it's... Tenzin's wife becomes a lesbian or one of the children. Oh, they could be lesbians. It's true. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, All right, little, I've yeah. got some options. Yeah. yeah. You derp. <laughs> um, uh, did anyone else find it, the Mako speech about Benders, when they came into the council <laughs> and... And they're talking about I like Bolin's part. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're talking about like closing it down, and Mako's like, "But we need this now more than ever. It's the only time that benders and non-benders come together in peace. It's like to watch benders do amazing things. Yeah, it's only like, benders are performing. Right? Yeah. Like I don't. You're kind of. I mean, that is like a common do, do non-benders kind of a- really like pro bending? You think? <laughs> Maybe they do for Bolin's reasoning. They like watching benders beat each other up. Yes. Yeah, Maybe they like that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not a boxer, but I can enjoy watching boxers. False. Yeah. I'd, I'd get wrecked. You like watching boxing? No, I'm just saying, like, that's an example. Uh, I don't watch a lot of boxing. Because you could box if you trained. You couldn't just 
Non-benders that's true. couldn't that's just true. become benders. That's yeah. true. I mean, I could I could box at a certain level. I don't think I'd ever, you know, be at the <laughs> at their level. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think I'd probably be obviously like the best boxer of the three of mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. just oh, in for built sure. for it. It's yeah, because of your reach. It's all the checks mix. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of checks mix, um, did you hear the advertisement for Cabbage Court? <laughs> no. Yes, it was great. <laughs> yeah, it made me smile. Um, what did uh what did i i really enjoyed uh pabu's dance i love pabu at, yeah, at the I beginning of the match i'm very serious he's so talented i love him <laughs> and i'm sad that he didn't get a better response oh man i just i love like uh bolin's obsession with him it's so sweet he's so it's like how you feel about your pets <laughs> yeah know. well and i like when he's he's building up he's giving him this like okay I know it's a lot. Of, there's a lot of people here, <laughs> yeah. but we just gotta keep our cool. And he's talking, and you find out he's talking to Pop, and you're just like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> Bolin is a very sweet character, and I hope that they don't go too far. You know, a lot of times they have a character like Joey on Joey. Friends, yeah. or yeah, yeah. Um, I can't think of anyone else right now, but they're Phoebe dumb but lovable. And then, and they, then they just dumber. make them like, "Yeah, you, how are you a functioning adult?" Yeah. Like, and so, I hope they don't do that with Bolin. Because, like, Sokka, even though he was hilarious, was never an idiot. Yeah. They like, actually, I would argue, um, if Sokka's thing on. that they give him is being a sword master, yeah. uh, Bolin saying is way cooler. Really? I think so. He gets, like, a thing? Uh, he does. Yeah, he does. Oh, man. I, maybe you, I don't know if you agree, buddy. Um, I mean, it, because it's so, power-based, it's hard to say it's not cooler, but I really do love Ma- Sokka's sword. What is it? Do you really want to know? It's in season three. What is it? Uh, He is the first person. You're lying to me. I I already can tell based on your face. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) You're a bad liar. Do you seriously want to know? What? Do you seriously want to know? Because I'll tell you No, don't tell me. I'll be mad at you forever. Exactly. You know that. Stop asking. Stop Um, telling. (laughs) So I I just mean like it's it's unique. Whereas like Sokka learned something that. A lot of people can learn. Everybody can fight with meteor swords. <gasps> right. Thank you. She gave me kisses. Oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. We got excited puppies over here. No, sorry. It's just Sorry. A, and Laika to, so is good. withholding with her love a lot of times. Oh, you're so good. And so for her to give kisses is a big deal. I feel like she's going to just run away from me all weekend. Yeah, it's possible. But really, though, like, when you're the only one here and you're the one with the treats and the wraps mm-hmm. and stuff, like, mm-hmm. yeah. they're going to love yeah. you. And Belly just wants someone to cuddle. So Ooh, Dogs yes. are making a lot of appearances this week. <laughs> wham bam thank you ma'am uh i they're really in your trash they're in, in your oh, trash oh, oh. girls girls no no <laughs> <laughs> ladies ladies please <laughs> keep our decor <laughs> the, wiki, uh, the wiki said that this is the first time that tenzin we see tenzin actually fighting with airbending oh yeah. oh right because he interesting. yeah he like helps uh lynn i want to see more of yeah. his kids we will yeah, they're not as I much of a so. first season plot. They're more. They're just of a so funny. I like them. I have yet to feel connected to any characters like I did in the first one, mm-hmm. and I can't tell if that's just because I have not watched this one before. I think so. Okay, I, because like, I'm just not feeling I'm a pull sorry. towards anyone. Yeah, buddy, go ahead. I was just gonna. I I know that the first time that you watched Avatar, uh, like you didn't enjoy same. like all of season one. That's like you true. didn't get into it until season <laughs> two. So. Because I love Toph. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I like season one, and I definitely liked it more this time. But you're right. I think it's just gonna take me a little bit because right now I'm just like, I don't care. Right. I'm not interested in you. If I may. 
I also think the premise of the first series kind of lent itself to, like, not more intense situations, but, like, the overall grandiose plot. Um, It was kind of guiding you towards something very specific, and you knew what it was. So I think it made it easier for you to understand what the characters were doing. And this one, they're kind of just, like, wandering around. They're playing sports. I know, and you're like, okay, what is the point? Like, right. yeah, Aang had a mission from, like, day one. Right. Gotta and so beat you're the rooting, Fire Lord. And you're rooting for them to get there, and That's he has true. to learn the elements. And so there's, like, I think there's a lot Cora's of Cora's just like, I'm going to play some sports ball. And you're like, all right. <laughs> yeah, sports splash, ball. splash. <laughs> did, did he kick or throw the ball? He sure did. Um, yeah, I actually, that's funny, because I was thinking Cora was so cool in this episode. Like, I, I'm sure she is i she is but it's just different for me to have an emotional connection and i'm not sure when that kicked in for me in avatar the legend of ang as i will now call it and that's how that's what we should all call it that's how the lord meant it to be (laughs) also legend of ang is the same initials as last airbender well because you don't count of so suck it suck it wow you're right Suck it. I really enjoyed the bit where the announcer just kept talking about what was happening to him. <laughs> like that's the thing that happened on a few that other shows I've watched. That was almost my high. And it's <laughs> always a funny thing to me when he's just like, this is what's happening to me. And now. I do believe he is going to shock me. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, I like that it's bit. It's really funny. I also uh true to Cora's character, I just it was interesting to me that she at the end she decides like, okay, I'm gonna go after this airship and she jumps into the water and like clearly doesn't think it through because she gets like halfway up and then realizes like she's out of water and just starts falling. And it's like, okay, that is an impulsive thing. Too bad you can't airbend. Okay, do you guys know (laughs) who plays the announcer? Your mom? Uh the same guy that does the narration. Tammy Crowder. (laughs) Uh, close. It's Tom Kenny, the guy who plays SpongeBob. What? Oh wow! Yeah. Oh man, that guy does a lot. I was gonna say he doesn't already have enough voice. He's in he's in a lot of Rick and Morty too. He's such a good voice actor. This is a stupid question, but is SpongeBob over? It's still going. So they're not making new ones? No, they are. Sorry, I misunderstood. I misunderstood the phrasing of your question. Yes, it's still going on. That's amazing. It's not good. Oh. It was good before. I haven't watched SpongeBob uh, in a really long time. I just watched it like a year ago. I rewatched all the old ones. All they, of them? All of the older ones, like wow. the ones that we grew up watching. That's amazing. And let me tell you this: uh, I don't feel like it was nostalgia. <laughs> like it was good. I I laughed really hard. But do you know what? What? The true crown jewel of Nickelodeon shows. Hold on. Hold is on. about two brothers, and they're actually their stepbrothers. Megan. Otherwise known as oh wow, Drake and Josh. <laughs> yes, point. Are you trying to cut me off in my Drake and Josh point? No, no, I was agreeing with you. I don't know if you heard, but <laughs> it was a much worse quality. I actually switched mics just to agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, the only other thing I had for general discussion was that Lynn is baller. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like yes. watching her fight was super cool. Yeah. She's she's intense. Are you surprised she agreed with Cora? Are you? Yes, I do. um, Oh. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. (laughs) Sounds good. We're going to come back to it in our highs and lows, I assume. (laughs) Okay, but I just want to hear what the question is so I can. I asked if you guys were surprised that Lynn agreed with Cora to like open the stadium. So we'll come back to it. Okay. 
That sounds like it might be Buddy's low. <laughs> what? It sounds like it might Whoa. be Hannah's low too, but she didn't I'll think say. it through. <laughs> That's a good point. Was that the button or was that me? Oh, never mind. Nobody cares, Krillin. We have emails. Uh, actually, we have uh, several emails, so I'm going to... Um, How many is several? Uh, well, we had like three different people send us two each. Wow. So there's six, but I'm going to call that three because it's the same people. Love and then uh, two others, so like five. Five total. But that's really eight. But it's kind of, but it's kind of like eight. Is it going to be hard to fit all the information in? Because well, I hate when you skim. So I'm going to... I'm gonna. No, some, I hate that. Well, some of them just... Okay. Some of them are very good, and I'm not going to skim them because okay. they're making really good points. Other ones, like Jerry R., just let us know that we're awesome, and they watch Aww. an episode on Netflix and then listen to us. Oh, my gosh. I love that. That's the I way did that with the, the Gilmore Guys podcast. That's the way we actually want you to do it. Yeah. That's so cool. And Jerry also said that our cabbage puns crack them up. Jerry, so, you're awesome. Yeah. So you're thanks the for the email. Movie. That's really that's really I love nice. that you watch it and then listen. And I love that people are able to do that now since it's back on Netflix. Yeah. Well, we've taken a clean break before we get into the emails because um, this will be faster. Uh, we also got tweets. Ooh, cool. Um, do tweets. Uh, Christ- and this was a while ago because we haven't recorded <laughs> for this yeah. in a bit. Uh, Christina. Which, do you guys, are you still responding to people and letting them know when they're. I haven't been. You should. I've been being bad. Do it. Okay. Christina asked if we have heard of Kidnap My Heart. No. From the film Taking Five, which no. which starred the band The Click Five. No. Uh, she said because it's phenomenal. and or It sounds uh, like something I'd love. I've never heard of it, and I wanted to know if you did. No. What Was this in reference to our Pop yeah, it was Goes the, My Heart? Yeah, Pop Mokes Goes My Heart thing. I did read oh. that one. Oh. So that's for stories. That's yeah, right. For that's stories. for stories. I'm so sorry. This is, that's this fine. Is, no, it's good but crossover we advertising. that one on stories, too. Listen to stories. We have another podcast, and it's called uh, Stories, a Stark Friends, Friends, Friends podcast, a show and that folks. Wait a minute, we just talk about general stuff, and it's pretty hilarious. We have a theme. If I do say so myself. Each week, each or month, you get to vote. You get to interact with us. Vote and tell us who told the best story. Ninety thousand dollars. Always me. She is so happy. <laughs> um, and then I'll send you guys. Somebody Good shared. Uh, Will Karen shared with us a video of somebody that is freaking out about avatar and i haven't watched it yet <laughs> but we appreciate you reaching out i love that thank you so much everybody for tweeting Twe- oh she just pulled my head <laughs> <laughs> so we have some so we have some sweet girls tonight some sweet little girls oh man <laughs> and hannah's without headphones because like oh as uh, aggressive affection she's never like this. yeah i know she's, she's on being sweet legs. yep yeah, she like is going in for surgery in just a couple weeks, actually, oh, for her. Scares me. We think she's torn an ACL, so two ACLs. Yeah, so it's surprising that she's on her back legs because she has not been doing that for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are so good. Yes, you are. Is this gonna be in the podcast? Okay. I don't know. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so um, back to the email. Second email, Victoria B. This is just an interesting thought that I thought we I would I would go ahead and share. That's They're fault. all over. I know. It's my cups. Uh, Victoria B. said, based on how easily they travel, perhaps their planet is smaller than Earth. Oh, that's a good point. Which, yeah. I think that is a really good point. That's reasonable. To be fair, their map does make it look a lot smaller than yeah, Earth. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that they get everywhere so quickly just on a flying bison seems like yeah, it's smaller. that's so, true. So, gravity is an interesting oh. concept. Oh, I'm, I'm tied to my thing. We're, we're, we're so tangled. Okay, we're good. Oh, our dogs, they're a mess. I wonder yeah, we, if we'll still have uh, 2,500 listeners after this episode. After, <laughs> this episode yeah. Um, who doesn't love dogs making an appearance? Yeah, we've botched it. Okay, you okay. can't see them, though, guys. 
<laughs> we should post pictures of them. You could yeah. very easily just not have a dog and just be a goof. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Don't tell everyone. Okay. Well, so let them peek behind the kimono. Olivia C. Uh, said that she's proud of Buddy and Noah for making feminist efforts. Uh, yes. I'm paraphrasing, but I'm proud yeah. of you guys too. Uh, well, she does you. think that there's something to be said about having uh, her being her being Cora, uh, having those unlikable qualities because she's a girl. Yeah, uh, she I really get loves that. seeing a female character that gets to be arrogant and frustrated and hot-headed. Is these are qualities we don't get to see in a lot of female characters. I do understand that because yeah. a long time ago I read this like p- quote and I can't remember who it's by, so I'm so sorry. But they were saying something like, um, you know women can be murderers and abusers and like we have this tendency to like either like make them saints or ignore them and they can have bad qualities too and be just as worthwhile as men so i agree with you olivia yeah i remember we were talking you and i were talking about captain marvel and i was telling you that i found her to be very frustrating as a character because she wasn't very like emotional like she displayed Mm. no emotion at all and you were like yeah not she all, have to. Not all people have to be emotional. Like, it's they don't true. have to have a, a, a full range. Like, and it is fair to say that, like, you can still say, like, they're unlikable. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's fair to say. But, uh, she goes on to say that she thinks Cora is a very human character. Her arrogance is something that appeals to her and makes cool. her low points in the series much more impactful. Mm. Uh, she says that she loves us, uh, or sorry, not us, our show. <laughs> she loves us. No, she said our show. I read it wrong. I was hopeful. But I'm believing she loves us. Excellent. Because we love her. <laughs> um, she says she's binging our Atla content currently on episode 31. Excited Yay. to see more Cora stuff uh, because uh, her show really elevates the franchise for her. That's Which awesome. Is, yeah. I'm so excited. Olivia's review it, has made me mm-hmm, like yeah. more hopeful for what I'm going to watch. Good. Uh, also, she says that we're right, even though she loves the arrogant and hot-headedness, it was messed up that she burnt down the air ending thing. That Everybody. was just rude. But that she was also, beyond. She also questions, how did it even get there in the first place? Uh, Republic City's on land, uh, not in one of the um, mm. air temples, and so they must have shipped it there. Which well, sure. is interesting. Yeah, yeah, she just says she, she bets it was fun yeah. to, to ship it That's all there. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, she also, okay, so this is one of the good ones, so I'm, I'm kind of going through it here. It's uh, rude to call some of them good and some of them bad. Well, I, by good, I just meant that it's, like, I appreciate the ones that just say, like, that they really love our podcast, but, like, I'm going to sum that stuff up, because... That's fine, I just don't want to leave that in. You're right. Because I want everyone to feel like... This is one of the content-filled ones. Yeah, yeah there you go. that's fine, but I just, I like all them all, even when they just say, we love you, Hannah, <laughs> and I say yes. Go ahead. Uh... Nice. <laughs> she uh, makes an argument here for why she believes that they do actually have electricity uh, as opposed to just firebending. Oh. Uh, apparently in season three, Kuvira has a big Megazord mech. Uh, I don't know what any of those words are. I believe are. that's yeah. season four, isn't it? I'm not sure. Uh, and it's made strictly in the Earth Empire. Um, that's season four. Yeah. So uh, she <laughs> says that, be, you know. <laughs> like there's a possibility that there's firebenders involved, but like it seems a bit of a stretch. Professor Avatar over here says it's season four. Yeah. Uh, the second point That's she Dr. says Avatar. is <laughs> she's pretty sure those firebenders are actually redirecting lightning from a generator instead of making it themselves. Oh. Uh, she said that if you watch them, they all synchronize and do the lightning redirect motion. That makes sense. And moving their hand to their stomach and out. Which also explains because you guys said lightning was so hard to summon, but uh-huh. maybe redirecting it is not as hard. I mean, Zuko could redirect it without ever uh, learning how to generate it. Yeah, and, and so like that's on one hand, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I also think like. If you have electricity, why do you need them just to redirect it? Just put a piece of metal in there. Like, 
Okay, well. Like I mean, I I like that we're thinking, but here. I'm yeah, also listen. I'm also thinking back on it, and I'm picturing the motions now, and I think she's right. I think that is like a yeah, it could be. I don't, it doesn't seem like they're that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and finally, the third point is the fact that they have steam power and uh, assuming electricity implies that they would find a way to use the steam to make electricity. Oh, uh, Olivia, the you are f- just like in this. I know. The final point that Olivia makes is Amon taking away bending. And this is one I don't agree with you, Olivia. The other stuff I thought was a good I'm point. I'm sure I'll agree this with you, This is also Olivia. good. Yeah, but this is the one that I think uh, I just disagree. Uh, Amon taking away bending. It's She says it's way closer to chi blocking than Aang's energy building. Uh, yeah, I agree. Literally using blood bending to block off their chi permanently, which is why Gore can bring them back. Uh, <gasps> yeah, what Aang did was inter- what? <laughs> what Aang did was uh, energy bending. If there was the same thing, we would have that same explosive effect from the Ozai scene. I agree, and I'm mad at you. You Man. can bring it back. Who knows? <laughs> Way to go, Olivia! You ruined it. Oh my gosh, it is not Olivia's <laughs> fault. It's the curator who like skims the email. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's all you got from that uh, from that email? What? Nothing. Go ahead. Oh. I thought um, it spoiled something else worse. <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of does. I, yeah, I don't Oh, wanna... maybe it does. Did it? Don't tell me. Yeah, yeah it totally. I, I mean, it's not a big Hannah's... deal. We're, we've made ourselves clear that we're not like a spoiler-free podcast. I don't know Hannah, yeah. spoilers. Yeah, but you didn't pick up on it, so you're fine. That's true. It went right over my head. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll get there later. But but yeah, good good points, Olivia. And a, a very well thought out. Very points. well thought email. Yeah. I appreciate. Even it. if Buddy thinks you're wrong on every single one one of those points, <laughs> that's not true. I like the <laughs> lightning <laughs> stuff that she's talking about. Like kidding, I think I'm there's some issues there, but like I like where she's going. Uh, and the the penultimate email for this episode, uh, Alyssa K. Uh, Hello, says Alyssa. this is one that you're going to catch up, Alyssa, and we're going to agree with you. I uh, just got to the siege of the north and corrected uh, me. Just got to what? Uh, the episode, the you're siege of the too north. Fast. The siege of the north. Okay. I didn't think it was that bad. And uh, she wanted to correct me that uh, <laughs> the show doesn't take place in a summer, but over the course of six to seven months. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. We know. We love it. We're going to get there. Call them out. Call them um, out, girl. Let's see, there is some more here. You'll be glad to know that several people corrected Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You'll also be glad to know that I never make mistakes, and I always remember what happens. She uh, is uh, just very, generally very flattering to us. She says that she likes but to, to listen on most. walks, doing puzzles, playing oh. Sudoku. Uh, yeah, very cool. good. But me? Uh, yes, and mostly Hannah. Uh, okay, it's right I in there. Assume. Sorry, I That's skipped it, I but assume. she said mostly Hannah. <laughs> it's uh, it's anyway, amazing though, how that happened. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Every the, time. The final thing for Alyssa uh, is that she loves our show and Wait, Alyssa. Alyssa. Olivia yes. was the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Um she uh just listened to episode forty six and Buddy made a reference to the previous podcast episode and Noah said no one would get it because no one is listening to them back to back. She just wants to say that she is listening to them back to back and understands and enjoy the references uh to our own show. Geppetto, Tarzan Boy, Noah peeing on the air, Melon Lord, <laughs> etc. I forgot about that. So great stuff, uh, Alyssa. I'm laughing at Geppetto. I'm I forgot laughing that was such at, a thing. I can't believe I know. Oh, I'll never forget that. That's yeah, that seared into my brain to the day yep. I die. Uh, and she signs off by saying she's best known for loving water bottles and laptop stickers. Alyssa, Aww. you sound so cool. Way to bring it in. And I love that you put mm-hmm. in what you're best known for, because now I feel like I know you a little better. Yeah. Uh, and the final email. And I saved this one for last because we're going to have to put some of the topic of this one sort of 
at the end of this episode because oh. there are a few things in this world that I'm passionate about, and Zeke is touching on one of them. And is I don't it science. Kind is of. it chess? Is it planet? It's, it's, sci- it's science-based. Good lord! And space. I don't want to force people to listen to me if they don't want to. So we're gonna we're gonna work through that at the end of this email. Oh my! First of all, I am already upset. I know, Zeke from Florida. Uh, Hi Zeke. Yeah, Zeke Z uh, from Florida compares uh, in his email. He compares the yin and yang spirits to repre- the representations of Ang and Zuko, and he goes. This is one where he goes into a good amount of detail. But we, I think we've walked through that a few times in the podcast, That's so I didn't cool. want to do it again. But yeah, we agree with you. He he believes that the there is parallelism between the storylines of Zuko and Ang, which I think we've talked yeah, about a lot. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yep. Noah brought that up pretty well. Okay. Yes, here is here is what we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put on uh, the side table for now. Zeke, why did you do this? I'm gonna to gi- us? I'm gonna give you guys some time to to mull this over. Zeke, he says, buddy, we love you, but why? <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> he says I am listening to the Guru episode, and I have noticed that Hannah and Noah clearly have a Christian slash conservative upbringing. <laughs> Shout out to Veggie Tales, he says. <laughs> oh yeah, he hasn't heard um, the last episode of Stories where we talk about to Veggie be Tales. Fair, Buddy had the same upbringing. He's just fought it better. <laughs> okay. In contrast, Buddy makes it very clear he does not believe in and is very abrasive to the idea of short earth theory. Uh, By that, I think he means younger theory. To be fair, wait, I have to clarify. I also feel that way. Maybe not as strongly as Buddy. Uh, He says, I thought most Christians do believe in, uh, and he says short earth, but again, I think. uh, Most Christians do not believe in. Yeah, that's actually a fallacy. Just so you know, probably the loudest ones that you have heard do. But I would say that the majority of people I know don't believe in that. Go ahead. All that uh, is for him to ask what are our religious beliefs because there seems to be inconsistency unless it's as simple as rejecting your Christian upbringing for science. Nice. Zeke, this is amazing. And Buddy could do an hour-long speech. I wrote my master's thesis is on this topic, Zeke. So I think you should let me and Noah go prepare first. yourself. Agreed. But but again, I don't want to force everyone to listen to that. So if you're interested in hearing our thoughts we'll come on back that, at the end. then yeah, we the yeah we will circle back after the credits and we'll we'll, we'll go through this. Zeke, that's Zeke. such a good question though, and you've really piqued Buddy's interest, which is hard to do. Yeah, I like I said, I am passionate about very few things in this world, and you hit on one of them. That's awesome. I feel like Zeke thinks Hannah and I are morons. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I took from that email. Woods morons. Well, I I took it differently. I think from, and I'm reading into this, I have no basis for, like, I do not know Zeke in any way, so I can't yeah, speak for him. It's okay. But I made the assumption that he had a similar background because he or talks about, uh, has, shout out to VeggieTales. Or he has That's a true. very limited view of Christians. He's only met one kind, probably fundamentalist. Could be. So. All right, uh, so back into the episode. That's uh, that was the emails thing. I know it took us a little bit, uh, but there was a lot of good ones. So and I wanted my to work favorite through part. them. Yeah. So thank you and all this, so much. As great as this episode is, like, there's only so much we can talk about. Not a yeah, lot. Yeah, they fight. In the story. They lose. Boo. Um, Should we move on to highs and lows? Let's do yep. it. Yep. I'm not going first. I'll go first. Right. Noah's going first. I'm not going second either. Buddy's going second. <laughs> okay, so my low for this episode um, was I didn't buy that Lynn would. Um, I just didn't think it was very believable that she would want to continue this. 
even though that's weird. Uh, I agree with you. I actually don't. That's not my low. I know I, it's I, not you. Totally. I, I, I thought stuff. you were totally gonna take it, <laughs> buddy. Why don't you go first so you can do that? Well, yeah, I, should, uh, I didn't exactly what just know. I just said uh, <laughs> when Bayfong came in and was super against closing the arena, I thought like Bayfong seems to me to be all about safety and security mm-hmm. and like risking people. and risking thousands and thousands of lives for a sporting event seems counter to her. I get her personality would probably be like, we don't negotiate. With right. Terrorists. Like shove it to the man. I yeah, understand that. You but, can't bully me. But in yeah. light of the fact that you're risking so many people for nothing, yeah. like for a sporting event, it just doesn't seem like Lynn. So I, I definitely agree. No, I don't necessarily agree, but I don't cool. necessarily disagree. I feel like this was like, it seemed very tough, like, you know. Yes, I agree with that, and I think that's but what they Toph were going for. Child. This is Toph's daughter. She and yeah. Cora have a lot in common. Cora is very yeah. Toph esque, and so I feel like they. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know where I land on that because I saw that and I thought, boy, that seems kind of weird. It is funny because in some ways, I do think of Lynn as almost the opposite of Toph. They're both tough. They're both brash. But, but she's very level-headed. And rules-oriented. Yeah. Like, she's a captain of the police or whatever, yeah. right? And Toph was like, I do whatever I want. Right. So Get out of my way. It, I don't know. Maybe there was some sort of, like, Noah saying, like, she wanted the spirit of her mother or something in this. But I think that we're at the point also <laughs> in Cora's character development where pretty much every decision she makes is wrong. So you know if she's busting in, like, let's keep it open. You're like, well, that's going to go bad. Nope, doing the other thing. So, which, Man. I mean, happens a lot with most main characters because if there was no right, problem, go, there'd be yeah. no plot. Yeah. But um, I did think it was interesting that Lynn went against everybody. Mm-hmm. Like she Cora. busted in there and like broke the gavel and stuff. That like, was also like, excuse me, ma'am. We have rules. Right. You are the captain of the person That's not your who gavel. keeps the rules. <laughs> it's your job to make sure these things don't happen. That's an abuse of power. So, I don't know. It it wasn't, like, a horrible thing, but that was probably my low, Yeah, because for me, like, there wasn't a lot that was, like, distinctly low for this episode. So, yeah. I am aware that I, it's a little bit pedantic, yeah. but I just, of the things in the episode, that was the one thing that I was like, mm, do yeah. I believe this? Hannah, do you want to go? Since yours is the same, or do you want us? I just not? went. Oh, did you? Hannah's yeah. done. Okay. I talked so much. Okay, but I thought you were building. I don't know if there was like a separate part of it for you. No, there was. It's not. the exact same. Okay, so mine is actually kind of related, but not like directly. Hmm. Wait. Is it the opposite? Is it that you thought it was too believable? Yes, exactly. Like they did too <laughs> they did good this of a job. Too realistic. No. <laughs> I, I actually was disappointed with Lynn's character development by making her reactions to Korra be about Tenzin. Um, yeah. I found that mm, to sure. be not... I, I don't know. It just seemed really petty for the chief of police yes. who's like yeah, I get this that. boss so hadn't thought about metal years. bender who's and just it's so, so cool. stereotypically female to be right. caught up on a man right. from years and years yeah. and years For decades, ago. right? And like have that yeah. effect. That doesn't make sense to me. Like I I pref- much preferred it where it was she's not going to give Cora specific special treatment because she's right. the avatar and because yeah. she had a good relationship yeah. with Aang. Totally um, get that. And, I, and that like Cora's rash and makes bad decisions or like even if like Cora uh, reminds Lynn of herself when she was a girl and like she made bad decisions and even if it was like sort of that sort of thing when um when she was younger but it it, it just felt really petty and um <laughs> Sorry. Nothing. I'm done. You I mean no, you're listening. You're right and that was a good point. I 
that might actually be more mo- more my low. Oh my God. And so that's not, and, and I want to be clear, that's not a knock on Lin Bei Fong. I love Lin yeah. Bei Fong as a character. I think that's a bad writing choice. Yeah. Sure. I, yeah. I think it's fine to mention that that's, like, mm-hmm. they had a relationship in the past, but, yeah, to still be there, like... How many years later? Well, and even that's if crazy. even if she was like still mad at Tenzin for it, that'd yeah. be that'd be one thing, and I, I don't think completely unreasonable. But like letting that affect how she projecting it onto Cora, right? That yeah. I, I found that to be um, childish. Yeah, and just like I think I've said it several times, Patty, I didn't like yeah. that for her because yeah. I, I do really like her character. So my high uh, was that I got to enjoy this entire episode from start to finish without any romance drama mm. in the episode mm-hmm. whatsoever. I like romance, but... It, like, it was so much more enjoyable for me that, like, that didn't come up. I just yeah. enjoyed the entire plot line. Do you know that every article on BuzzFeed right now mm-hmm. that's about Avatar... It's about because... Zutara? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I read one... Because... I read them that was uh, Zutara and Tang. Ugh. I know. Interesting. Well, because they were, like, as much as Zuko and Katara... Like Tang is a terrible well, couple. Well, I don't. I, I, that was what I said off the cuff. It might have been. We have an awful name. Yoff. <laughs> um, but yeah, Noah's is Namber. Nam- There's no other way to do it when you have a vowel. Namber. 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 And Abby's is Jabby. Or would Abba, would we be Abba, no, it's Abba it's- or Bunna? What? Would we be Banna or Butta? Actually, Bunna. you'd be... Or Hutta. You'd be... Huddy. You'd be Janna. Oh, yeah. Your name starts with a J. I suppose. <laughs> Not really. If, if you want to think about e. that that way. <laughs> also, for the record, I think Abby and Jeremiah should be Abamaya. <laughs> you are absolutely right. <laughs> you just made a new Bible name. <laughs> Abamaya. Open your Bibles to Abamaya, chapter, chapter 12. Three. <laughs> Verse... <laughs> 32. You're so right. Uh, our names suck. <laughs> Get better names. Come on. Handy? So. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, nope. no, 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 no. What was that? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we know. Oh. oh my gosh. So, so buddy, um, are you meaning to tell me that you don't enjoy the teenage romances? And forced love triangles. My head Correct. Oh, okay. Correct. Sorry, guys. It's just so much love. I can't reject it. From from Cora uh, or from Mako? No, from like she was. She I, was I know, head. guys. I was being funny. What's your high, Hannah? No, I don't. I didn't go first. I, I already. But he just went. Remember when he said that oh, yeah, no, he right. got to watch his whole episode here. without any romance? Hmm. I love Pabu. <laughs> that is a really good he's high. He's a great character. I know. And I think he's fun. And <laughs> He's so talented. I just love that line. <laughs> I love Bolin and Pabu, and I just think that they are very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I don't have to. I know. actually think Bolin is one of my favorite characters because he's Sokka-esque in terms of, like, comedic relief. But I think they do a really good job of not making him just Sokka. It's just not, like, Sokka again. You know? Yeah, yeah he's very tender-hearted. Right. Um, I, I, I don't know. I like him a lot. And, yeah. Is him, that your high? No, absolutely not. Um, oh. I don't know why I said it like that. It, no, it's not. Then uh, move along, Buster. My high was almost um, Lynn and Korra fighting together, because that was sweet. Oh, like, that yeah. was really cool. 
So now we have another thing that's not your hide. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think every Avatar episode, I should start with, I'm best known for not having one high. Yeah, um, for having, having multiple seven highs. highs. For having so many highs. No, but I, honestly, um, I think <coughs> the coolest part of the episode, my favorite part, was just how easily Amon destroyed the wolf bats. Because it was yeah. just so seamless. He wasn't using any, you know, he just, he's... He's not bending at all. He's just a dude who runs up and just takes his bending away. Like I don't know. I just thought it was really cool. Um, Why did he choose them instead of? Because they were the the winners. And so I was, they the were winners. the cheating winners. Yeah. I was gonna ask. Do you think he would have done it? So like, of course, team had won. He'd he'd do it to them. Presumably, I like to think that he had some insider information that like he knew that they paid so off the refs. I actually have a memory, and it's clearly not true, but. <laughs> I, Are you there? Yeah. I remember wow. thinking Amon actually was the one that bribed the refs, or like that or the organization bribed the refs oh, to make them. I, like I did think it was going to be related somehow, and then it wasn't. Right, and then like, it totally. And so I, in my head, I was like, oh, wait, I thought he did. I it. thought the wolf bats were like a lot more evil, but it turns out they were just like little turds. Yeah, and I, I think that's like, I think that they're suggesting that they have cheated in the past, and that's how gotcha. they've kept winning year after year. I just can't believe people would stand for such blatant cheating. I know, it was so obvious. That was like, almost my low. Just because it was like, it felt like this is worse than in professional sports and refs don't call a game. I don't think an audience would sit for that. Do you think they'd stand? Yeah. Mm. Like a standing <laughs> ovation? I'm out. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yep, so that was my high. Anyone want to change your score? Do you, Hannah, do you want to change it for a third time? No. <sighs> Suck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with a 4.25. I, I think this was a good episode. He's wrong. I'm going to go to a five. <laughs> <laughs> that sucker's just kidding, fool. Perfection. <laughs> uh, got you again, fool. All right. So as always, you can reach us on Twitter and Facebook at Stark Friends or email us uh, and we'll talk about your thoughts on the podcast. Hey, buddy, uh, what's your email? email? Yeah. Yeah. It's StarkFriendsPodcasts at gmail.com. Friends Both- and Podcasts is Plural, young lady. Both friends and podcasts is plural. <laughs> that is Laika's preferred method of contact, as you just heard her vote. She would love if you bark at her. For that one. Um, what else? Oh, we also do check out stories. It's a really fun, it's a really fun podcast. And like I said, you do get to interact with us uh, it's a in lot a very shorter real than this one. Yeah, it's a very quick sort of 20 minute, 25 minute episodes. Oh, it's um, like 10 minutes. Yeah, sometimes 15. They're usually they've been 15 to 25, something like yeah. that. Uh, anyway, but you get to tell us who did best, and of course, it's always me. Um, <gasps> join us next week for the aftermath. Mm. And remember, folks, Are be you careful. Talk about science. It's going to be after the after we take our cabbages. Why? Mm-hmm. Because so people can like they can they can be done if they want. The episode, and if they want to be done, they, they can, can be always done. be done. Be uh, careful where you take your cabbages. cabbages. Oh lord! Oh my cabbages. <laughs> What? <laughs> Is that the close up? That's the sign off. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> no. Okay, so let's talk about um, <laughs> Zeke. Zeke, yeah, Zeke's email, which I should pull back up here. I'm just going to let Buddy talk. Well, I, th- I thought you know, I would let you guys say what you wanted to say before I got on my soapbox. I don't know what else to say. We come off as rubes. And <laughs> I think the actual term is ignoramuses. 
Yeah, he called us conservative Christians. That's, that's the rudest yeah, that's thing so anyone's funny ever because said to me. Of everyone on this podcast, Hannah could not be the furthest from conservative. I know. Like I am the most liberal ding dong there is, except for Buddy's socialist nature views. That's true. Wait, no, Buddy's not socialist. When it comes to natural conservancy, I certainly am. Ah. Um, I would like to say that I don't believe in young Earth. Um, I would like that to be on the record as well. I would like well. on the record for everyone <laughs> who listens to this that. podcast to, to know that I believe that the Earth is actually 7,000 years old. <laughs> actually, he says in his email, approximately 7,000 years. <laughs> no, you idiot. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought they believed in six. Uh, typically it's six, but you can find anywhere from six to 14,000 like depending on the belief system. everyone to know that I do believe in science. Like, wholeheartedly and and, and they don't have here's to my separate. last point thank you you can be a full-fledged christian and still believe every bit of science because and i hope that if you have questions about that we can talk about it more but take it away bud yeah we're not gonna even why, why would we even bother to, to answer this when buddy's written an entire thesis Enti- on it. you should just send out your paper <laughs> yeah so <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be fun you actually just pull um, it up and read it yeah, I'll just no. t- I'll just read ninety pages worth of thesis. Um, so I'm gonna reread Zeke's email uh, so that we have it fresh in our minds. He says, "So I'm listening to the Guru episode, and I've noticed that Hannah and Noah clearly have a Christian uh, slash conservative oh, upbringing." Shout out to Veggie Tales. In contrast, Buddy makes it very clear he does not believe in and is very abrasive to the idea of short earth theory. Uh, I thought most Christians do believe in a short earth theory, approximately 7,000 years. All that for me to ask what are all our religious beliefs because they seem to be inconsistent, uh, unless simple as rejecting your Christian upbringing for science. Hit it. Okay. But don't leave me out. But also, Reaffir- yeah, make sure that we're not ignorant. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Reaffirming what Hannah and Noah have said thus far. Um, It's not necessarily the majority of Christians who believe in a young earth. And um, you can certainly be a Christian without uh, believing in a, in a young earth. And there is no, um, there is no necessity to reject one thing over the other. In fact, if you look at religion in general, um, Jewish faith, which is the same old Testament as Christian faith, Mm -hmm. have no problems with an older theory. Mm-hmm. It simply isn't an issue for them. Neither is it with Catholics. Catholics have no problem with old earth ideas. It is literally just the Protestant church of Christianity. It is, stri- it is strictly an American Protestant fundamentalist <sighs> view. Yep. Um, so the idea that Christianity writ large has issues with older theories uh, is just inaccurate. Uh, in fact, historically... The short earth, the young earth theory that you know of and that you reference and that I, you're in Florida, so I can speak to, you're in the same country that I am. Mm -hmm. So I kind of know what you're, what you're going around with. Um, You have been, most of us have been led to believe that that is the traditional viewpoint of Christianity, but it was manufactured in the 1960s. Yeah. Uh, It is not, it is in no way. Three people. Fascinating. Three people, George McCready Price, Henry Morris, and John Whitcomb, convinced Protestant America that that had to be the way they believed. Uh, Before that, there was nothing Christian about it. In fact, Christianity didn't ask questions about the age of the earth, and neither did science, because there was no way to answer it. Uh, Among the first people to take on this uh, 
challenge of figuring out the age of the earth were Christian scientists. If you look up a guy named William Smith, he was a geologist in England. Why? What? Like, why did they want to know? Well, so William Smith uh, made a map, a geological map, a topographical map of, he was one of the first people to map the layers of the earth. Mm -hmm. uh, And he was doing this to better understand God's creation. He wanted Mm. to understand God's world, right? So this this was the motivation of William Smith. What? Was he wrong? Well, so William Smith goes out and he realizes pretty quickly, uh, and this is in the late 1700s, that the earth has to be at least a few million years old. So among the first Christian (laughs) geologists, we already knew it was several million years old. Wow. Um, And this was not an issue for anyone until people like George McCready Price, Henry Morris, and John Whitcomb got, got it in their head that evolution had to be against Christianity. And the best way to debunk evolution was to demonstrate that the earth was really, really young. So they tried to get geologists on board and they would, (laughs) they would pay for, for students with their belief system to go off to college. And time after time, those, those students, once they became geologists, would leave, would be like, no. And in fact, a geologist at one point, and I forget if it was Henry Morris or if it was um, Whitcomb, but uh, because Morris had a had a, a hydrology engineering degree, that was that was his backing. Uh, hmm. He had a geologist offer to fly him out to their dig site and like take courses with their students, and and Morris wouldn't do it because he was just dead set that his beliefs were the way to go. Yeah. So the idea mm-hmm. that young Earth creationism is Christian is it, just it's a false narrative that's, that's been fed to you and By it's just the loudest people and it's just not true it's yeah. not even a traditional viewpoint it's, not, it's so young that's what's the most it's messed young up. yeah yeah it, it's like you've been led to believe it's a misinformation old. campaign that's exactly what it was it was a misinformation yeah, campaign it is. if you're interested in reading on someone who's much more knowledgeable than i am uh, i've read a few dozen books on this from both and, and to be clear i've read books uh because again I, I wrote my thesis on this i read books from the perspective of young earth and mm-hmm. i read books from the perspective of old earth we and paid I, money for those books. <laughs> i sure did but i bought them used so they didn't get any money from me <laughs> uh, and the there's a really good book written by a guy named Davis A. Young uh, called The Bible Rocks in Time. He is a Christian. <laughs> he is a geologist. And he it's a, it's a tomb, like a, a tome. It is like 300 and some odd pages. Awesome. You have to work through that book. But he has outlined for you why the earth is old hmm. and why it's not a problem. That's cool. Yeah. Just as a different little note, Buddy and Noah and I were actually all raised in the same Christian denomination. Yeah, the exact we same the, denomination. We had a pretty similar upbringing. Both in of our we were, dads were pastors named Jeff. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, we yep. did that in the last were, stories, I think. They were both pastors, are both pastors in the same Nazareth, denomination yeah. that we grew up in. Um, I would say that Buddy's more explicit on it because he has so much more knowledge on the topic. But I would say that Noah and I are also pretty um, hmm, progressive in our Christian beliefs. Yeah, and, and science. The, yeah. The, the reason I'm so passionate about this, Zeke, is because, to my mind, young earth theory has done more damage both to Christianity mm-hmm. yeah. and to the world at large than than few other ideas out there. It's done more um, damage to non-Christians in the way that they they view us. Well, right? no, because, yeah, like people like yeah. Zeke think that they can't, think that they it's can't be Christian. But exactly, and the, 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 
the detriment that it has done. So there's a problem with uh, non-Christians because of their perspective of what Christians must be like. Mm -hmm. Um, And also things that uh, have been turned into laws and and whatnot that they have to abide by because of ignorant Christian beliefs and things. Yes, yes. Um, So that's a problem that that has been pushed on. But it's also, it has been a detriment to Christianity too because many people have walked away from a faith that they suddenly believe is incompatible with reality because... The word world clearly isn't 6,000 years old. And so you're kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. There's a lot of good to be said about faith at large, be that Christianity, be that Judaism, be that yeah. Islam, um, or, or any other religion. Is that a yeah. saying? Uh, what? Throwing Throw out the, the baby, baby out with I've the bathwater. I've never heard yeah. that yeah. before. It is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> and, and it's heartbreaking that they, they have caused such struggle to all these people yeah. Yeah. Uh, and turmoil and stress, and it's needless. Yeah. So uh, hopefully that helps Zeke One understand my, where I'm coming so, from. David thinks Buddy taught me is that um, Christianity and science both attempt to teach you different things. Right. They're like answers to different questions, and they provide different things in your life, and they can be completely compatible. They just – you look at them and approach them in different ways, and they don't have to contradict, contradict each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't yeah, they don't. And and the the issue with the three men that I mentioned earlier was that they are they are forcing people to read the Bible in a very specific way, very way. and and they suggest that if you don't read it in that way, then you are reading it incorrectly. Um, they are reading it in a way it wasn't intended. To they're reading read. it in a way, and not only that, but it, they are actually the ones that are reading it in an inconsistent way. Because if yeah. you go with hyper-literalism, which is what they're suggesting you need to do, none of it makes sense. You can't read the Bible that way. You can't. Mm. Anyway, I'm passionate about the, the theological side of it. Buddy knows everything. And Noah <laughs> is just a good old chum. I'm just teasing. <laughs> Noah knows a lot about the theology as well. So, but if you want to talk about politics and history, or anime, or law, <laughs> or anime, but Zeke, I really appreciate this question. Um, I don't know if anyone else listened to this part of the podcast, but we just lost um, a if lot you have of more follow up questions, I would love for you to email them to us because Buddy does a really great job talking about this topic, and I've learned a lot it's, from him. It's like so. it's like Buddy's degree is like education. And science. 